Hey everyone, welcome back to Semis Femme. My name is Cassandra Salas. I work in the in Austin, Texas as a roadway engineer. Um, the purpose of Semis Femme, it's a series designed to showcase women and men in the AEC industry, breaking barriers. The podcast shows both the struggles and what advocates can do to help as well as stories of overcoming obstacles. So I will now introduce our guest, Katie Stuckey. Katie is an experienced project manager who continually succeeds at exceeding project goals. During her time at GBA, Katie has modeled streams and storm sewer systems throughout Kansas and Missouri, evaluating system hydraulics, floodplain dynamics, and scour potentials at outfalls. She has worked on modifications to streams and structures, developing alternative analysis to identify the most efficient solution for each site is experienced in identifying green and traditional solutions of proposed improvements to create a sustainable solution that is the most economical and feasible for each site. And with that, um, we're going to dive into a few questions for Katie. Um, so first question is, what was your journey into the STEM industry and how did you get interested in it? Yeah, so um, growing up, I always did well within my math and science classes, but it honestly wasn't until one of my teachers, Mrs. Lobby, pushed me into looking more into engineering that I really took it seriously. Um, she ended up recommending that I become an engineering ambassador at Kansas State University. Um, so that allowed me to not only see and understand the different areas of engineering, but I also got to touch some of the high school students that were just starting out and just becoming interested in engineering and, and kind of getting them more involved too. And then it wasn't until later in college that I learned that my grandfather had actually worked on a lot of civil engineering projects during his time in the service as a Navy CB. So, Listening to his stories, seeing some of the plans and specs that he had of some of the dams in Kansas, and and taking some absolutely fascinating classes in college like fluvial geomorphology, I quickly became more and more interested in water resources area of engineering, and and that's really what got me to where I am today. Very interesting. So, working as a water resource engineer, what would you say? were one of the factors that got you into a role now? Well, I'd say I'm incredibly lucky in that growing up, I saw my dad working a job where he left our house at 4 a.m. He'd come back at 4 p.m. and he would head out to the family ranch to work some more. Um, I mean, he, he showed myself and my siblings what hard work was and what giving your best truly meant. Um, so that really instilled in me that I'm always striving to give my best and give all the effort I can, 110%, um, which I believe is a really good quality to have when you're trying to be successful in engineering. Um, I also had the best cheerleader around with my mom. She always reiterated to us that we could do anything we set our minds to and I think that belief in us really always made the hard days easier, knowing that she would be there to pick me up no matter what. Um, she showed us, by example, that putting in hard work and setting your goals could lead to some pretty incredible outcomes. 
so they both had a significant impact on my drive and my character and made me kind of push myself towards some lofty goals, um, which I'll always be grateful for. And then coming out of college, I came to GBA as an intern before transitioning to full-time. And I think within that first year, maybe even the first summer, I had worked on a significant number of hydraulic models where I was working with different people across the company, different teams for each of those models. And it was just a great opportunity to build those relationships within the different departments across GBA and to ensure that I was kind of understanding each of the different facets that went into the projects. Um, it helped me see that each person wasn't expected to know it all, that they all worked to make sure the project was a success. And I think that was highly impactful um, for a start to my career, because in college, you're always working for your own success. Whereas my first year at GBA really showed me that it was about the team and the company. And from there, I just, I tried to be a sponge and soak in as much as I could to become an expert in my area of engineering, while also trying to develop project management, communication, and collaboration skills, which I really believe led me to where I am today. That's really cool. I think um, it's interesting how you went from younger you, um, from your teacher kind of helping you grow into the knowledge of STEM and what that meant, and then kind of hearing about your grandpa and having your family to kind of support you and lead you to the path now. I think that's really interesting. Um, but I can also relate to you and just teamwork here at GBA. I think being fresh out of college like two years ago when I graduated, I think going into this, I thought it was going to be more about each person focusing on their own career. But I think um, now that I have been here at GBA, I do know what the value of teamwork is and how everyone kind of helps each other become more successful. So I definitely relate to you in that aspect. What was your biggest obstacle during that process and how did you over overcome it? Um, I'd say my biggest obstacle has been communication. Um, Honestly, working with different teams, you have to be able to build trust and communicate with each other. And that means kind of over time, developing the ability to morph your communication style, depending on who you're working with, um, so that each team member can kind of understand where you're coming from, understand your perspective, and make sure that the, the project itself is a success. So to kind of overcome that, I you know, I watched other teams that were doing really well together. And um, I also worked on being able to understand different personalities and perspectives and um, just being present and actively listening has made a huge difference in, you know, how you communicate with each other. Yeah, I think communication is definitely a big obstacle for me as well. I think just being fairly new to the industry and learning to get more comfortable with asking my um, any leaders. Um, I'm still kind of struggling in that, in that aspect, but I think definitely communication is a big obstacle for a lot of people. <laughs> um, but with you being a leader in STEM, what has been your biggest challenge or struggle? I think I'd say my biggest challenge has been just keeping all the plates spinning in the air, so to speak. Um, you know, making sure that the group I lead puts out quality projects that, 
you know, go out on time and under budget, but while also maintaining a healthy work-life balance for them and myself. Just, um, I know the industry has been extremely busy for everyone this this past year or so, and um, making sure that everyone is putting that high quality work out while also getting some time for themselves to recharge has been really important. Yeah. I think that's amazing. I think keeping a healthy work-life balance and while also working on your projects is huge. And I think I have had some instances where working in a small group has been a little bit challenging whenever people are taking on multiple tasks. But I think with the teamwork um, aspect that we brought up earlier, I think that has been huge and being able to kind of rely on each other to maintain that work-life balance. What do you feel has been your biggest success or what is something that you are proud of? I'm incredibly proud of how our stormwater group has grown and developed, especially over the last year. Um, we've had a couple of larger projects lately that have really allowed us to continue to bond and improve our teamwork while also like really honing in on those um, skills for water resources. And it's been amazing to watch everyone grow. Sweet. What has what advice do you have for women in engineering that are maybe just starting out or for those that are wanting to get into a leadership role? Yeah, um, my biggest piece of advice would be to build a strong support system. Um, having my family, friends, my husband, my mentors in my corner has given me more than I think any of them will ever know. Um, you know, they help you refocus when you need it. They motivate you to continuously improve upon yourself. And then they, they're they there to celebrate with you when you hit a goal that you've set. Um, I think finding a good support system and a good mentor um, are absolutely priceless in helping you succeed in, in engineering and really any industry. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think I also would not be here if it, weren't, if it wasn't for my family and friends. And now I'm going to get married in, in the next year. So I also think that would also my future husband will also be a great support in that, too. So I, that's the last of our questions. Um, so how about we do a quick round of rapid fire questions? You ready, Katie? Perfect. Let's go. What food can you not live without? Um, that would have to be chocolate. Name a person who inspires you. Um, honestly, my husband, uh, he's, he's been an excellent, like sounding board and, and partner through all of this. And he's, he's really helped me, um, succeed here at GBA. What was your first job? Uh, so my first job was helping work cattle and fix fence out at the family ranch. What is your favorite book? Um, so that would be a tie. Um, so I really love Harry Potter. Um, it just, it brings back nostalgia and, you know, there's, it takes you kind of away to a different world and, and allows you to get away while learning some life lessons. But um, the other one uh, is To Kill a Mockingbird. Not currently while I have a toddler, but for a while there, I, I would read that book once every year at least. Um, 
just the characters and the descriptions and, and what they go through um, is really impactful. What is your biggest fear? <laughs> My biggest fear is failure. Um, I'm definitely like a type A personality. So I want everything to be perfect and in its place. And um, yeah, failure is definitely my biggest fear. Name one place you want to travel to. Um, Hawaii. My, my ultimate goal would be to hit all 50 states and see each and every one of them. But Hawaii would definitely be at the top of my bucket list. What annoys you? Um, people showing up late to meetings. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Um, so I think I would want to be able to have teleportation. Like that way I could skip travel time to all of the places that I want to visit. And um, yeah, just be there immediately. <laughs> what is your dream car? Uh, my dream car is a 1968 Chevy Corvette Stingray, which is very specific, but my grandfather had one growing up that he convinced us was the Batmobile. So, What's your go-to karaoke song? Um, so I've never actually done karaoke, but I feel like my go-to song would be I Will Survive. When you're not working, how do you spend your time? Um, I do a lot of activities with like my, my son and my husband, um, you know, whether that's walking or going to the park or going for a swim or anything, just spending good quality time with them. Cool. Um, so I think that's the last of our rapid fire questions. Um, on to key takeaways. What is something you would like the listeners to take home and remember from this podcast? Uh, I think I'd like for them to remember to just, you know, give it your all, give 110%, set lofty goals. Um, you know, you'd be amazed at what you can accomplish if you just set that high goal and, and give it your all. And then find a good support system. Um, reach out. You'd be surprised at how many people are willing to, you know, talk with you, give you advice, and just be in your corner. Great. Now on to call to action. Um, so in honor of Women in Engineering Day, we challenge you to get together with a group that may not necessarily be in your market to lunch or coffee and get to know them share experiences, advice, or even just make a connection. And um, that is it for today's podcast. Thank you for joining us in this episode of STEM is Femme. Thank you, Katie, for sharing your story and great advice for the younger generation of women engineers. We will talk to you um, next time on the episode of STEM is Femme. Mm -hmm.